Hello, guys. Welcome back to our third podcast. Uh, tonight, tonight we're calling it the Snow Day Edition because there was a snow day yesterday. And for today's guest, we have uh, Colin, um, business owner of Lakeshire. Hi, Colin. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. To start off, like, give them a, like a little bit of background about yourself. How you start barbering? What made, what inspired you to become a barber? Um. My story is pretty much the same as I think a lot of guys um, started probably about 15 years ago now. Grew up in the Mississauga area. High school, started cutting a couple heads. Game was different than it is now. I think like now there's like the YouTube tutorials and stuff. We were trial and error. It was like the only place you could go to get a fade where like you were going to Caribbean spots. We're going to like five and ten. I'm taking like three bus transfers getting there. Yeah, I mean, I used to do that too because I grew up in Oakville, right? <laughs> yeah. So I would go to like... Uh, to nappies. Yeah, especially like, from know. Oakville, there was yeah, nothing. So yeah, I would you're bus, going extra like far. two buses just for me to get a haircut. Like now I know like Shane and stuff, so which is pretty dope. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah, that's what it was. It was it was starting to cut. I thought I wanted to get. I thought the the best route for uh, money would be like oh, eventually maybe women's hair. If I already like cutting men's hair when I was cutting a lot of my friends. Did you and ever stuff. do women's? Um, yes, yeah, so I worked in. I did like my co op in high school at a salon, and then I started doing. I started um like an apprenticeship in a salon and then i just realized like that atmosphere was so not it to the point that i was like oh this isn't what i want yeah, i don't man. think i want to do hair and then hang hung, hang out in barbershops more i was like i think it's just that i want to do guys like the politics in like the comparison between like a barbershop and a, a hair salon oh it's completely different like there's you think that I mean, when i was in high school i thought i was slick i was like yo i'm gonna i'm gonna get in an industry where it's all girls i'm gonna talk to girls all day and no one else is thinking about this I'm like yo this is sick i'm gonna wash like i got my credits in high school washing girls hair it was good for that mm -hmm. but the it gets really catty right you're surrounded by girls it's almost like it's a feminine energy mm -hmm. as we're like the barbershop is the opposite of that unfortunately you don't get to just stare at or stare and talk to all girls which is nice did you ever you do blowouts and stuff? stuff no no like i did a little bit of like yeah i guess like on mannequins and stuff and 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 practicing and i just none of it like appealed to me i had zero interest in that boy it takes too long for me in my opinion like the 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 hair salon like services and stuff is is too long for me like when you do color it takes like three hours or like when you do like i don't know like ombres or like even like all these chemicals that you have to mix man like i don't want to i don't want to feel like a chemist yeah you know what i'm saying yeah it's also yeah. like i don't want to smell stuff that you smell perm juice and stuff yeah. it's just not yeah it, it ain't it ain't for me you know like and and for guys, it's, it seems like, you know, once they get their haircut, they're just like, oh, like, you show them the mirror and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, it looks pretty good, you know? And when with the girls, I feel like it's just going to be like, oh, like, they'll say it's good, but then they'll talk bad about it because they're so accustomed to, like, certain levels of, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, I could, I could totally, I could totally hear that, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, right out of high school, you knew, like you wanted to go into the hair industry to, to be honest my game plan um i was never really good in school i knew i, I knew that school wasn't gonna be it it was definitely gonna be a trade or something yeah. um my older brother he's an engineer and i saw him rack up like crazy school debt and at the time just always i was always like hustling and doing quick like quick flip things trying to like you like looking at money as like really quick like okay everything's a task how many of these does it take to get that if i'm charging this for a haircut how many haircuts is that to buy that you know mm -hmm. and i think a lot of barbers See, like, think like that. i feel like every single barber like kind of have the same story because when i was a kid like when i was in high school 
I would sell hats and like I would flip it all the time and like I would do all these things. Just your currency is Barbara, hats when you're looking yeah. at yo, how many hats is that if I want to buy those shoes? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So like that's exactly how like even when I first started barbering, like every time I would buy something, like how many haircuts do I have to do for me to be able to afford this? Yeah. Stuff, you know what I'm saying? So so my thing was I looked at at school as a crazy expense of like that's a lot of haircuts or that's a lot of hours worked that you're gonna have to pay off. So I was like, which of what's a free way that I could get to have my school paid for or just get into making money and honestly i wanted to join the military that was like my my mm. thing so i'm like you end up with a free education at the end of it if you want to like they'll pay for your education and i just thought i was kind of like always missing a little bit of maybe like guidance and structure and like discipline and i've always kind of like attracted to challenges so i thought that that would be an ideal thing at the time to do um so i told myself i'd give myself a summer i got offered a job at a barbershop and I still didn't think that it was something that where you could make viable money, really. Mm -hmm. And I ended up working with um, Roberto, who you who you mm -hmm. guys know, and uh, another guy, Justin, who owns a shop in in um, uh, in Streetsville as well, who's mm -hmm. done well for himself. He got into uh, yeah, all those Streetsville guys. I feel like they're too. taking over the whole yeah. barber community, man. Like and and yeah, it, it was just like right time, right place. These guys were successful doing stuff and it just made me realize like oh you could you can use this as seed money and it's a and it was just what i wanted to do and after the first summer i built up a good clientele and so what made you uh what made you want to open up a store in over um i've been living in burlington for like 10 11 years 11 maybe even yeah 12 years now probably and uh the commute is just keep getting work kept getting worse driving back to streetsville so um streetsville had what we had like 24 hair places not all mm -hmm. barbershops but it was just hair and shawarma mm -hmm. and so hair it was like yeah it was just all hair and shawarma so it was like i looked at streetsville or at oakville as like it needed more shops and yeah, man. obviously when did you like, open your shop again uh 20 2020 i signed the lease January 2020, oh, like worst timing. So right when COVID, yeah. yeah, yeah. How how did COVID impact the barber industry? You think? Oh, just smoked us. Like, well, we were closed. It was 11 months yeah. in mm -hmm. in uh, two years. Yeah, so man, like, yeah. that was crazy. Every time they were closed, I'd be like, man, I'm so confused on what to do now, man. I started taking on cooking. Yeah. I started taking on the dumbest <laughs> things. Yeah, man. Like, like be being an uh, being a an owner of a shop during that time is probably so tough because then you still had to pay for you know rent and everything. Yeah, bro, and same. you know there was no like grace period where you can kind of well, just. That's be what like, people didn't realize. Some people are like, oh, you're are you getting the, you're getting the subsidies? No, if you if you started in 2020, which like I signed my lease January 2020, mm -hmm. you didn't get you didn't get anything. Oh yeah, because your Damn. corporation yeah, didn't, my, didn't hit. The, yeah, I I mean I worked as a barber right? for 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 yeah. 13 years before that. Yeah. But, yeah, they didn't care. So that's a new corporation starting 2020. Yeah. And I was like, true, okay, man. you know what? There's a grace period starting a business. There's going to be, you know, bumps in the road. I wasn't mad about it. No system's perfect after the first one. The oh. second lockdown, they did the same shit. By the third one, they're still like, oh, no, you opened 2020. It's your fault. Yeah, you figured it out. It's like, so you never got shit. like the, the, the SIBA thing or whatever for like small businesses? No. That's oh, crazy. yeah. Because wow. your, your corporation wasn't. wasn't yeah, we, hadn't, we, didn't have, we didn't have income yet because we weren't allowed to work. Yeah. Oh, we would have been man, i could have been banging out cuts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that was so tough man that's crazy because like my brother and i we we worked at the shop we worked at a different shop we didn't open this one yet so luckily for us we didn't have that overhead of having to pay rent or anything so we actually would either work at our house or do like house services so we made a lot of money during that time but 
we see the difference between being a business owner at that time and being just a regular barber. And in my opinion, I feel like being a regular barber at that time was way easier. It was, oh, it was, it was, you know, straight up. You guys know what it is now, right? Yeah. yeah. Bro, like, what it's do you think is the hardest part about being a, a business owner than being a barber? Uh, oh, it's it's a different hat for sure. Mm -hmm. And I was aware of that going into it because I was uh, I was fortunate that the spot that I was at for a long time, um, me and me and the owner there had a good relationship where like we would talk and I saw him. He tried a ton of different things and I got to kind of see firsthand what things worked, what things didn't work and kind of like my own notepad. Like ah, I wouldn't have done that. Maybe, oh, geez, he took a loss on that. And I thought that was a good idea. So I kind of got to just take notes over like a 12-year period of like what I wanted. And ultimately, for a long time, I was like, I don't think I want to own a shop because it's a lot more headaches, a lot mm -hmm. more moving parts. I say that to my brother all the time. And it's not going to be more money in your pocket in mm -hmm. a lot of cases. So what made you make that switch then? From to be honest. To just be a barber to opening your shop. To be able to control my own environment and control the people I work with, mm -hmm. which is like awesome. It seems like you guys have that dynamic, yeah. right? Like already being brothers. And mm -hmm. like if I had a brother that was also a barber and that had like this type of relationship, I would have done it sooner oh, probably. Oh, for sure. Because like, yeah. like at the barbershop, there's so many egos that you have to, you know, like manage. For sure. And like some certain people feel more entitled than the next person. Or like, you know, some person feels like the bottom bitch like basically yeah there's always that one guy at a barbershop where he's like the bottom bitch because he just started and in any business you know? like partnership i feel like it's so easy for people to build resentment so it's hard to like create an atmosphere or a business relationship where mm -hmm. like resentment mm -hmm. isn't going to build down the road so like you guys being brothers like you, you you're going to figure it out regardless right so that's like mm -hmm. an awesome dynamic well i always uh tell people so like we like to travel but we can't travel together so that's our number one rule. So what we'll do is, let's say Leo goes away for a week, and then the next two weeks, he stays there, and then I go travel. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm here at least, and then he can do whatever he wants. And then he's here, and then I can do whatever I want, you know? So it makes it really nice to have, like, me and him together, you know? Yeah, there's it's always like going to be that one guy yeah, at the shop at all times. So when I'm away, Luigi would be here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then when Luigi's away, then... I would be here well and that's you know? that's that's huge too because mm -hmm. that's a big part like mm -hmm. this is your baby right mm -hmm. yeah. you build your baby to have somebody that you can trust when you're away like you're always gonna have a little level of anxiety because you know that like your clients are waiting on yeah, you yeah man because luigi never gets shit done man yeah. <laughs> i just I got always, hair man that's I always, what i do i always come back so <laughs> I, I come back from vacation there's like a an incident where i had no more products on the store. I'm like, what the hell's going on here, man? And then I asked Luigi, and literally within three days, the shop is filled already. It literally just takes that one second. <laughs> yeah, but Luigi like, sucks at that shit, man. Yeah, like, because I'll, I'll be fully booked. I'll have my clients and then I'll have his clients, you know? So by the end of the day, I'm like fully booked for the whole day. And the only thing I want to do is go home. That's a lie, bro. He's just a lazy fuck. That's what he is. Well, that's it. It's hard to ba to balance everything, right? Wearing different hats. You got to finish yeah, cutting yeah. on a full day and yeah. then be like, yo, now I got to do some shop-related stuff too. So right? what do you look for for a barber? Like if you want to hire them? Um, Honestly, uh, like worth ethic. I feel like that's the hardest thing these days with like any trade is like people who want to be work and coachability. And everything else can be can be, I think, taught. But if you don't have worth, I think you're not going to like, you're not going to pick it up. It's not contagious, you know? Do you look for personality too? Because I feel like barbers, like, especially nowadays, the market's so saturated. You need something that sets you apart. Like these guys, I could come in here, chill for two hours, talk with them the whole time. 
Like it's a fun environment. For sure. Right? Yeah. I think that's important for sure. Cause it, well, you guys know how it is too. Yeah. You spend more time in the barbershop with with the people that you're gonna work with than your family, than your girl, than yeah. anybody really. Mm -hmm. So they have to be good fits. But I think that um different personalities are important. Cause when it's a lot the same, that can bring out like just this one type of energy yeah, and one dynamic. Yeah. yeah, I like meeting you know? people that are like the opposite of me almost. Like, yeah. you know, really quiet people. That, and I'm like, I want to take you, bring you out of your shell. And a lot of times those people will make you listen more. Yeah, you, know? so, you, you mentioned like spending a lot of time at the shop, like spending more time with your um, employees more than your family. Like, how do you get that work-life balance? Because these guys, it's like 9 p.m. on a Thursday right now. You guys came in here at what, like 9, 10? I came with 10 in the morning. 10 in the morning. Yeah, that's yeah. like already 11 hours. Yeah, honestly, still trying to figure it out. For me, I worked like, when I was younger, I I was on this like hustle where it was like 60 hour weeks for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then I, and I had like, I don't know, five years with no vacation and like just grinding, right? But I was able to set myself up. I was able to like, you know, get a house at a young age and, mm -hmm. and, and those were like goals that I wanted. But it's, you're always finding your balance, right? So You ever feel burnt out? Oh, I, I, yeah, I've, I've, I've definitely felt burnt out before, but, um, I had a, I had a kid during the pandemic and that mm -hmm. was a big reset for me. That's dope, man. I can't wait for me to have a kid, man, to be honest. Right? I've been trying to get my girl pregnant. Yeah. Leo <laughs> wants like six kids, bro. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it's awesome. But yo, you're never going to sleep again. And honestly, that was a big, that was a big, uh, eye opener for me for being like, yo, you gotta have the balance of everything. Cause like. You can always, you, I don't know, you can only do so many haircuts in a day mm -hmm. and like still be like, keep your quality up too. Mm -hmm. And there's like, there's a fine point there where people will also wait for you and they'll respect that you want need to take more time. You ever feel like socially drained sometimes? Oh yeah. All the time. Like when I get home, I don't want to talk. Mm -hmm. I just want to like, like decompress for sure. Cause mm. it's, it's a lot, right? See, I don't even know what that felt like until like one of our guys here, his name is Richard. And then, then. He did like, I don't know, like 10 guys one day. And he was like, oh, man, I feel socially drained. I didn't know what that meant. Like, it was never in my vocabulary, right? Until I actually started looking into it. And I was like, man, now I'm starting to feel like I'm socially drained. <laughs> yeah. Like, why did you put that in my man. vocabulary, you know? That's what, man, that's my excuse to like everything now. Every time I'm tired, I'm, I'll just be like, yo, I'm socially drained. I'm socially drained. And then I just don't <laughs> talk to anyone. Race. I'll yeah, go man. like, you know, put my AirPods in. And I'm just like, ah. Baby, I can't <laughs> argue right now. I'm socially drained. Yeah, <laughs> That's the shit, man. So I know you mentioned that uh, you were saying that the barber game was way different from uh, then to now. Oh, yeah. So yeah. how were you getting clients back then? Yo, because so that's one of the things I admire about you. You guys have appointments? Oh, yeah, but it was on an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Oh, and I Whoa. still know barbers that do that shit, bro. You guys, yo, you guys you don't know the <laughs> hot. Like manually plugging in. Bro, man. manually. Everything that's was crazy. a text. No yo, you're way. getting text two in the morning still. Like, yo, just, and you'd have to always. Anyone so do like a paper and pen or something? Yeah, or? and I still know some guys that like can't give it up where they won't try online booking and they still do that shit. They still like, like text messages all day they're a secretary and they're a barber and they just like don't want to try the online booking thing because oh, they're stuck as well that it's is wild that is too much is work, crazy man. to me but man. that's what it was man that's what it was for forever the last so, time i used to excel was in high school man yeah. so how would you how would you get like new clients like back then so uh, would, would it be like word of mouth or is it honestly like, yeah that's so that's all i was gonna say that's the one thing i admire about like you guys it's so foreign to me like the social media stuff mm -hmm. the like yo I, we're gonna do a podcast and that's good cross promotion mm -hmm. like 
that shit is so foreign to me because I'm a caveman when it comes to technology. Oh, trust me. Me too, man. It's just these and guys. Like, so Lauren is the one that put us on. Sick with it. Bro, yeah. I don't know how to edit nothing, man. Yeah. Like, like, because they're more younger than me, so. And like, yeah, like content for Instagram, any of that, like that's definitely my weakest suit. But mm -hmm. I, yeah, I built everything with just, yeah, word of mouth and like just old school, right? Like, but Lauren, that just you shows Lauren you now, like your original clients, you know, that means they, they fuck with you heavy because it's just like, Oh, this guy, you know, he doesn't really have social media like that, and like you know, but still gives a great haircut. Yeah, man, that's crazy. So it's bro. like, sure. it's a good thing a too, you know. Yeah, like I still have, like I have an Instagram and stuff, uh -huh. but like, yeah, I, I don't like utilize it nearly yeah. as much. I just use it as like a contact thing for anything. I'll put yeah. up like a story, like appointment open at this time, just to like fill stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but that's something I want to start doing more is like utilizing mm -hmm. that for the shop. Like I said, man, you got Lauren right here now, bro. That's the guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the guy. He put us on. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm going to hit you up, bro. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, uh, to like the new barbers, like how do you like, do you have any uh, uh, like uh, like tips and and like uh, advice for them? And advice for them? Time in the shop. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of guys want the clientele and they want like... I feel like it's cool to be a barber now. When I mm -hmm. got into it, it wasn't really cool. Like you tell people and be like, oh, are you gonna are you gonna be able to pay the bills? Like, is that a cool like, you know? And now it's like guys are glorified. It's almost like, yo, you're a rapper if you're a barber. Like, you know, yeah, it's man. like yeah. guys have mixtapes. Like, <laughs> like, like, how, how do you feel about that that culture though? I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's cool if you wanna like it glorify it as all that it is, but there's a lot of guys I think that are so showy and think it's cool and they're mm -hmm. forgetting what it, you're supposed to cut hair. Yeah. yeah, and some exactly, guys can't man. cut, or they're not actually. They're like, I want to do the blurry fade, and they have they don't they don't even care to learn the scissors. Like their well. egos get too big. Yeah, like, exactly. I can see that. I almost find it a little disrespectful to the craft. Like you yeah. gotta know, especially you've been like a barber for so long, man. Like, did you guys have enhancements when you first started, man? No, no. So how yeah. do you feel about enhancements? I'm not big on the enhancements. Like I think that anything in moderation is is cool, but too much of anything is yeah. it's whack. And there's mm -hmm. there's definitely some guys that are you're it's too drawn on. Bro, it's the too, enhancements, bro, is too much. Too man. much. Yeah. Like much. I feel the same way as you, man, because like. I feel like a haircut should last minimum two weeks when you do like a skin fade. A hundred percent. Well, or something, uh, that's you know? where I think a, the mark of a good haircut is, isn't that it, it grows out. It is that it grows out and in two weeks you can still style it and still think it looks cool mm -hmm. and not like, oh man, I got to do it again because it's not I sitting get, right anymore, every three right? Days. Damn, bro. Yeah, yeah. he does. <laughs> this, guy, this guy lives part-time in Ottawa. He's in school. So he yeah, flies so all the way from Ottawa. From Ottawa back. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, that's your most loyal. That's your most oh, loyal. Bro, it's been like four or five years. So we have Verdeep and we have like five or six other guys who who's like Verdeep. Comes every like four or five days. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And, you know, it's so funny. Like they're so jokes. One guy, uh, Hugh, I think we were open for like a year or something. He had like 56 appointments. Yeah, he hasn't missed a single week since we opened. Since we opened. I got guys that are definitely like that are weeklies for sure. But mm. have, do you guys notice that since the pandemic, a lot of your guys who are weekly are bi-weeklies? Guys who are bi-weekly bi are maybe like every third week or, or fourth week, so like guys I spreading out their cuts like, more? I feel that with my realtor clients. Like as of late. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I and then I would ask them, I'm like, oh, yo, where where have you been? And they'll be like, oh, houses are not selling, and like the interest rate is just mangled. Oh, like like they're Bro, nothing like they're, selling right now. Oh yeah, yeah. so the housing market yeah. they just getting, tell me like, they, they just tell right me now. they're like, I don't really need a haircut because you know I'm not selling a house. I'm like, damn, bro. 
Yeah. That's crazy. You used to come every week. Well, it's normally week. your sales guys you see the most, no? Yeah. Like that's what I've always noticed. It's yeah, like yeah. sales yeah. guys are they gonna be your guys who book down. in the most comps. He's a real estate agent yeah. actually. Oh, I know no one way. of your yeah. uh weekly guys, I think uh Darcy. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that guy is sick, man. Like I play poker with him every Monday. Oh no way. Yeah, and yeah, then, like I joke. see him with like the sick fade. Like every time I'm like, yo, Darcy. I was like, yo, how often you get your haircut? He's like, every Thursday, bro. I was yeah. like, Lynn, you're yeah. a sick client, you know? <laughs> his, his his booking too, he's next level. He'll like, uh, he tells me he like snipes the, because my schedule right now is like a, like a month and a half out. Mm-hmm. So he'll like, he's like figuring out ways on the app to like get notified right away because he wants his same time. So that he'll like snipe it again. I'm like, bro, you're committed. Like That's he's so a he's an organized yeah, dude. It's so better than me. I just show up randomly. Yeah, you just show up yeah. randomly, yeah. man. And this guy just comes up like, yeah. haircut. okay, here you go. Sometimes man. this guy will wait like two, three hours and we'll just like chill in the what's yeah. it called in our break room. So we have like a PlayStation in the break room. Yo, <laughs> so we'll play like FIFA for like two hours or whatever. No. Whatever it is. Luigi's see, this is what I'm talking about, one, man. Bro. Luigi's lazy, bro. I told nah, you. Luigi's a real one. He shaved my back today, bro. No barber would do that. Pause. Was that in the back room? It was so funny because I was like, man, he's tall. He's like six for five. I'm like five times. Bro, he know? has me doing an air squat for 10 minutes. I was minutes. like this. I was like, oh, squat, you fucking Sasquatch. You're so tall, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mission. That's, but yeah, that's what you know. He's a real one, man. It's a, it's an A1 client. You got to do the service. You know, he's going to Miami. Got to look yeah. good, you know? You know, I actually, man. Yeah, I never shit nobody's back. You guys, yeah, I guess that's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, you only do it for the dogs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yo, you've done it for Luca. Yeah, I did it for Luca, bro. This <laughs> guy <laughs> for Luca. You're shaving back. Yeah. yeah. No, so I think Luca was going to. Uh, I think he was going to Mexico, and then. Uh, He's like, yo, man, I'll go home and shave my back. I'm like, yo, soft, man. I'll do it for you, dog. Yo, Luigi wanted to do my chest. I'm like, no, nah, that's too intimate. <laughs> I, I did. Uh, so we did. I did uh, my one boy. Like, I need, like, he's like, yo, can you like trim my chest or whatever? Because he's my dog, right? He came home and I drew a penis in his chest. <laughs> <laughs> And then he comes home, his wife's like, what the fuck are you guys doing at the barbershop, man? <laughs> you guys yeah, really out here doing, shit, doing, doing body trims, too. Yo, yeah. gotta to get service. it. Yeah, just for the dogs, man. Only for the dogs. Yeah, you can't yeah. No way, online. no one books uh, <laughs> a back trim, all right? I'm not available. <laughs> man, you know what I love at your store, man? Lauren, man. Yeah. Oh, she's the best, man. She's, she's awesome. I love she's Lauren, a real man. one. Like, when I used to work with her, like, she just, you know, she was just so welcoming and, like, and it's so good that, like, you know, like, even though like our shops are are close to each other and we're still like basically trading business with each other, which yeah, is man. amazing, man. I think a lot of barbers need to understand that we should do that for each other. For sure. Well, everybody eats. Like the only time that people are worried, I think, about like, oh, this open up is if you're insecure about something. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. There's man. enough hair doesn't stop growing. Mm-hmm. There's enough clients to go around. It's not like again, like when, when where I was working at before in streets was like twenty four hair places in a small place. Exactly. Everyone was eating, everyone was in business. Mm-hmm. There's there's gonna there's a client for everybody. Every shop isn't gonna be the the shop that that person goes to, mm-hmm. but having good spots around is is better for you. It ups the value of haircuts. Exactly. It ups the value of services. And the only time that people are worried is if they're the top, like the bottom, the bottom guys. Yeah, like, and that just I means that you're doing time. something wrong. Like yeah. you gotta do like something. If you're about insecure it. about your business, just because another person opens up right beside you, like it's not gonna change. Like you've already been insecure about your business. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's just coming. It's just the, now there's a mirror in front of yeah, you. Yeah. Exactly. Like you, you should know? use it like as like a learning opportunity. Like, yo, I got to step it up. I want the clients here. 
not yeah. like oh i hope they don't get clients you or just, we just like, grow together yeah. like, yeah. like what it's I'm just it's about. just weak mentality it's mm-hmm. like it's like anything like i don't know it's like if you're if you're if you're out of shape and you, you you're there's like an in-shape guy walks in the room you're gonna hate on him or you're gonna be like oh man maybe that's maybe yeah, i should exactly. be better yeah. in that's, shape why, that's why i rate that like, so hard man how like we're just basically like trading business yeah, yeah you know, like, like we're just you know like right good, across yeah. from each other like it's awesome man like i stopped by there and like with my scooter in the summer yeah, remember the summer? <laughs> being the scooter i'm like yo what's up god like yeah. you know like that's what i love about us right now you know because like i feel like in the industry right now everyone has like a target on each other's back yeah 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 there's is, there's people that want to like out outdo other people but i also think it's like yeah there's a shop for, there's like there's a shop for everybody like yeah. and i just don't think that that's that's necessary it i feel like a lot of the shops here in oakville have been really cool like because you definitely do get that even though that's your mentality sometimes people still want to hate and they still want to mm. i think that's where crap, personality comes but, in like as a client you're like you're going to connect with a certain barber more than another and like you feel like i feel like being comfortable with your barber is really important like yo i want to try this out how, how do you think it'll look like if i want like when I get a comb over, Leo's like, "Don't do it, man! Like it looks terrible." <laughs> <laughs> like I like the honesty, but I still do it. But yeah, yeah. So, do you see a difference with like the clientele with Oakville and like Mississauga? To be honest, I retained a lot of my clientele from Mississauga because a lot of the guys already were coming from Oakville. They were coming from Hamilton or wherever. So I, I probably retain like seventy percent of my clientele. Oh, that's amazing! Eighty percent of my clientele coming from Mississauga. Um, but from the people that I've met here, a lot of like a lot of different um different age brackets we get like everyone up to like you know got a lot of even seniors and stuff that come in um definitely a little bit a little bit different uh clientele i would say but not like yeah not 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 crazy different mm. yeah because i see the difference from like when like just a north oakville and like this is not even like 15 minutes away i see a huge difference from like my clients now to like my clients in north oakville yeah yeah, like that's like when I when I first moved here, I was like, whoa, like it's like I feel like I get way more kids here. Oh, kids, eh? Yeah, yeah. I get so much more kids here like in like North, North, North Yeah, I wouldn't North have thought North. I wouldn't have thought young young either because I feel like I don't know, Bound Valley Lake is kind of like older money, kind of yeah. like it's but, a bigger. Yeah. 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 That's where, right yeah, because yeah. uh, North Oakville, I feel like there's um they're just newcomers to Oakville, you know, like you know the new builds. By yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like. It's like guys who are starting their family and stuff like that. They're like mostly in IT. Like yeah, IT it was guys. mostly IT guys. It's I was mostly yeah. IT really? guys. Yeah. yeah, I would like cut and stuff. Bro, like, that's that's the immigration area. Yeah, because the precons like I think went on sale like almost seven, eight years ago now, and mm-hmm. they got finished. There was what, a time where I had ago. like seven same last names, man. <laughs> 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 you know what last names I'm talking about? <laughs> it's all sings. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Okay, on the segment, would you rather, Luigi? Would I rather? Would, would you rather? Uh, Yo, ask the Okay, so would you rather? Um, would you rather have unlimited money and all the time in the world, or no, no, no time? No. It's the opposite. Would you rather have Sorry, unlimited time, <laughs> unlimited money, or no free time, or unlimited free time but no money? Mm-hmm. Oh, unlimited what time. Money is the most renewable resource we got. You can always make more money. You can't make more time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, I'm the same yeah. way, man. Like, I would rather have all the free time in the world because I can give a shit about no money because I would rather spend as much time as possible with everyone that I love. 
Yeah, but what are you, you know? going to do with, like, no money at all? Yeah. I'm, 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 but can I, do I have but, the ability but, to make more money? Yeah, do I have the ability or, to make money like, or no? Or is it like you're like, broke forever? Like you're, I wouldn't you're, say you're, you're broke. Curse. I'd say you're, like, living paycheck to paycheck. Fuck like, that got, shit! You got just enough. <laughs> I don't want to fucking so, live paycheck to paycheck, dog. You but, know? but, I like, I don't know. I feel like that's just, like... Uh, like, you're not struggling, but you got just enough to cover your house. But do you have the bills. ability to do it? Or do you have, like, some kind of injury or something? That, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not allowed to work. This no question other. sucks, man. <laughs> like, what is this, man? Okay, another one, Verdeep. Go ahead. Um. All right, let me think. Would you rather be able to learn every language fluently or talk to animals? Damn. I would rather talk to animals because I have Google Translate. Yeah, I feel like talk to animals because I'd be the only guy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I would I like, would figure out a way to make more money. Yo, out you guys yeah. <laughs> like imagine going anywhere in the world, you can understand that. Yeah, everyone. I feel like, like mine for me is like all the language in the world. I love traveling. I like speaking to other you know. No, no. Like it's sick. I went to Korea and I didn't speak a single but see, imagine word of Korean. I just use Google Translate like this. I yeah, but like, imagine how sick it would be. Korean. Like, you go yeah. Korea, you can speak fluent Korean. Or would you rather talk what to, are you a talk to a narwhal? An animal bro, bro. boat. Like, what, yo, what You're are you not going to have a deep a... conversation. Yeah. He's going to be like, yo, where's so my like food? like a bird, let's say. Uh, I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to ask, oh yeah, where have you been the past like month? He's going to be like, get the fuck out while you're talking. <laughs> hey, man. What is called? I want to know what the what the birds no, are thinking. I'd, I'd pick languages. I pick sure, languages bro. too. I pick. I pick talking to animals. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to animals. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, because I think it's also that I've talked to enough humans already. Barbie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> For real, bro. Like like I said, Google Translate is. There you go. You could just use Google Translate. You could have every single language in the world, but you can't have Google Translate for animals. Bro, I feel like animals are interesting though. Like, yeah but there's a lot of interesting people outside of yeah. North America you know like I went to Vietnam and I wish I knew how to speak Vietnamese because some some of the people there they just look interesting to me yeah like, like I, people have stories like animals yeah. it's like whatever like bro imagine like like the Vietnam War like I'm really I'm interested in history like I'm a, like a history nerd and I went to the place where they had like the Vietnam War versus like America and stuff bro there's like this one place it's called uh, Kuchi or Kuchi or whatever the place is called. Yeah. That's like Kuchi. <laughs> but basically, they would hide in like little uh, tunnels and the tunnels would be like this small. And like, I don't know how people like fit in there. And apparently they had like a whole system, like kitchen. Like a little like, bunker, like, right? Yeah, like yeah. a little bunker. So like, I wanted to ask those questions of like, man, how did anyone survive like down there for like two months? And then what they do is they literally... Like at nighttime, they would just pop out, start shooting people. That's crazy. And like, there's like histories yeah, about sneak it. attacks. Yeah, yeah sneak yeah, attacks. Yeah, you know? That's messed up, man. Crazy. That's some jungle like. But I want jungle warfare. But shit, imagine, bro. so like, I had like uh, the tour guide. I wanted to ask him questions, but I didn't know how to speak Vietnamese. So imagine use yeah. your cell phone. How I had no Wi-Fi. You're out in the middle. This is what was. This was like in the jungle. Yeah, you this you tour there. guide was like no in the Google jungle you know? I don't know man LTU works everywhere <laughs> but no, if you could talk right. to animals you could have asked the elephant because he probably had an uncle exactly <laughs> see he can look like okay, this is what you're supposed to do yeah. so the, the elephant be like Da-da-da, do some Vietnamese like, yeah. you know <laughs> yeah alright so we gotta wrap this up man yeah uh, thank you guys for listening to our third episode snow day edition uh, thank you to Colin for yeah, guys. Thanks for having us. Um, the shop is Lakeshore Barbershop. We're just down here on on Lakeshore. Uh, our Insta is 
Lakeshire Barbershop on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for having yeah, me. Guys. Thank you and for if you guys still. ever want to get braided, like yo, Lauren, that's the spot. She's, that's a, she's amazing. She's, that's she's the, the spot one. right there. You know, she's she can one. braid, she can fade. fade. She'll get you right. Yeah, you know? yes, she's sir. a triple threat. She's yeah, the hot she's, towel shave. She's got it all. Everything. Man. She's, yeah. everything. She's, she's it, man. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming, yeah, man. Like, I appreciate you, bro. Yo, thank you guys. Yes, for sir. Dope.